Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. As many of you know, Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. And while you may know them for audiobooks, there is a whole lot more that they offer. So uh, we're giving you a free trial. You can go to audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, explore, check it out, find the things that resonate with you. I think you're going to be really pleasantly surprised. Over the years, uh, Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast has gained recognition as a great resource for uh, small business owners, sales professionals, business leaders. Uh, We have found ourselves on an awful lot of lists of the best business podcasts to listen to, uh, including on uh, Forbes.com and Inc.com, which is um, fabulous, and I'm tremendously honored for that. And I also am fully aware that that is due to the great guests who I have had the honor of speaking with over the years. These are folks who have expertise in particular areas of business, and they join me to have a conversation where they share that expertise with all of you. Today is no different. My guest today is Danielle Hayden. Danielle is a reformed corporate CFO who is on a mission to help rule-breaking female entrepreneurs understand their numbers so they can gain the confidence needed to create sustainable profits. After spending over 10 years in the boardroom as a corporate financial officer, Danielle is now in her sweet spot as the co-owner of Kickstart Accounting, where she helps business owners with bookkeeping, financial analysis, and education, and as the author of the Profit Planner book series. When Danielle isn't crunching numbers on her client's behalf or crafting the next iteration of the Profit Planner, you can find her hanging with her two kids as she inspires them to live their fullest lives or do anything and almost every fitness-related activity ranging from Spartan races 
two Pilates. This is one motivated uh, woman, uh, and I am thrilled to have her uh, spending some time with me today. Thanks so much for joining me, Danielle. Oh, thank you so much for having me here. I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you and your audience. Well, um, I'm excited about it too. We're going to be talking about, um, you know, like investing in your business and, and really understanding uh, what's going on in it. And I would like to start by asking you if you would share with the listeners um, what you say are the only three numbers business owners need to track in their first year of business. Yes, your first year of, of business is really important. Uh, we have a tendency as entrepreneurs to get very hyper-focused on our revenue. And that becomes our only goal is getting cash and revenue in the door. And so for anybody who's in their first year of business, I want you to think past just getting revenue in the door. And I want you to start thinking about what is your profit <laughs> per product or service? So, so what you're selling your product or service for minus any cost of goods sold or your time to service that client. And what is the profit? So the first number is what is the profit that you are bringing in per per product or per service. Uh, the next number is what are your three biggest expenses and do you actually need them in your business to support your goals? So know where you're spending your money. And the third one is your total net profit of your business or your total loss of your business every single month. And here's why that's really important. If you are taking a loss, then that means you are not gonna have to pay t taxes at the end of the year. And we also need to start making some changes to fix that, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> what, what do we need to change? Where, you know, let's go back to those operating expenses we were just talking about. Do we need to continue to spend that money? Uh, and if we're creating a profit, that's great, but are we investing enough in our business to continue that growth that we are trying to achieve? Oh my gosh, I, I, th this is like music to my ears yeah. uh, because so many business owners focus on revenue and you are so right. It is not about revenue, it's about profit because if you are getting in revenue at a loss or you know, at, at no, at a break even, you can't sustain that. So, you know, and people chase revenue because they think they have to have dollars coming in the door. And I think they end up like what I call it is chasing bad money. They end up with bad clients that don't really support their growth over time. So, yeah, or, or you forget that your time is valuable. Yeah, um, we, you know, we see so many uh, entrepreneurs uh, who we've worked with in the past that, uh, you know, they, they forget that although I, I, I might buy this product, but now I have to do three or four steps to this product and I'll ask our, our clients, I'll say, well, how long is that taking you? Oh, just a few hours. I said, okay, but your profit, you know, if you're only making $20 per product that you're selling, how much are you paying yourself for those four hours? You know, so you really need to be mm -hmm. conscientious about how much time of yours you are not working for your business for free. You need to right. remember to mark up your own time as well. I know that's a really hard 
<laughs> mindset thing to overcome, especially that first year. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's definitely, but, but if you do it in your first year, then uh, life gets a, a lot easier. And I also like this um, really thinking about your fixed expenses, you know, what you're spending money on. I, I, it, over the years, I've encountered um, small business owners who have thought they had to have a brick and mortar. Or they had to have, an, I actually had somebody say to me once, okay, I have to have an office because with, with a receptionist, it's like, okay, why? Are you going to be meeting people there? No. Okay. So you're going to make a substantial investment in your business before you have any money coming in the door because what? And it was because for him, he thought it made him look legitimate. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but okay, no one's coming in. So how do they even know? Like that, that's like in your head. It's not yeah, it's anywhere an, else. It's an old, I'm going to say old school way of, of thinking. And, and I encourage anyone who's feeling that way, um, you know, break the mold. Uh, we, we've very purposefully, when we started Kickstart, uh, we, we wanted to break the accounting industry, right? So think about how many accountants that you, that you know uh, that have an office or the fancy office and the receptionist, and then they send you the fancy paperwork with, with all these paper clips. We're <laughs> not going to have any of that, right? We're going to do this all online. We're fully virtual. Uh, we're going to send you everything in an efficient way, um, you know, and, and you can really open up, um, you know, efficiencies, can open up your talent pool because then you can hire people around uh, around the world or around the you know, United States, depending on where you are. Uh, and so it could be really impactful. And then the money to your bottom line, I mean, it directly can come to you uh, as an owner. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is a good time for people to be thinking about this kind of stuff too, because we're recording this during the COVID uh, pandemic where everyone had to leave their workplaces. So mm -hmm. it's yeah. an interesting time to reevaluate. Yeah. We watched so many of our clients who got um, the opportunity to really think outside of the box. Uh, we had a, a client who um, she was in LA and for years I had uh, wanted to sign my, my son up for her services. And she said, no, Danielle, it just doesn't work online. So as soon as this all hit about two weeks later, I said, Hey, <laughs> Does this work online now? And she said, better than a dozen person. When do you want to sign up? <laughs> you know? Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, you know, she had the opportunity to see that it was just a, a mind shift that she yeah. had. And, and now she has the opportunity to uh, make a difference in so many more lives. Uh, we've had a lot of clients who uh, have local businesses and brick and mortar that uh, they really had to pivot quickly online. And it was um, fun to see for Mother's Day. Uh, how quickly people were able to get, you know, their e-commerce sites up and running uh, or pick up, you know, pick it up at the door. Uh, so uh, I, I don't think that we should let this opportunity of COVID pass us. Um, let's keep on thinking about right. how do we break our, our mindset, right? Yeah. Uh, fix mindsets on these things and really explore whether opportunities we, we have. Because that really is all it is. It's just, you know, what we've got going on in our head. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the last thing I'll say about expenses, you yeah. know, the other thing is, is think about how your expenses are supporting your goals. You know, 
sometimes in your first year of business uh, or any year of your business, honestly, you, you might have a year where you, your goal is to really invest in your business. Uh, we had a client last year who her goal was to really increase her visibility. And, and, and it was in order to uh, start offering additional services. She wanted to run a mastermind. She wanted to have a, a local networking group. And so she knew that it was going to cost her more money. Uh, so she was running uh, Facebook advertising ads. She was attending conferences. Uh, she was doing some training um, that she needed in order to be prepared for this growth. And it was great to see, although she had the operating expenses, that we really, um, we were able to see the, the trickle into her revenue, you know, within three, five, six months, you were able to see that um, turn into revenue and for her business. And so she was spending money intentionally. Uh, as we went into 2020, she said, all right, Danielle, my, my goals have shifted. I want to, I want to pay down personal debt. I want to go on a vacation. I, I want to take home more money from me personally. Uh, I need, I need to shift my spending again this year. And so now this year, when she starts to, to spend more money, we say, all right, does, does this support your goals? And, and we remind her of that. So just remember, as you're spending money, you know, you don't have to be scared of those operating expenses. You don't always have to cut them. You just need to acknowledge and evaluate, analyze, are they supporting where you are trying to go in your business? Boy, that's a great point. And what a great example um, to, you know, I, I, that, that's a great example of investing in your business. Yeah. So, Okay, so, so how does a business owner evaluate if an investment um, is supporting their business or is still supporting their business? Like, you know, if they start something at a particular time, you know, how, how do they monitor that? Yeah, so steps they go through? I have a great, uh, I have a great example for, for um, a client we worked with uh, last year. So uh, this, the best way for you to monitor your investments is to regularly look at your financials. Uh, I, I strongly believe in having a weekly dashboard that you look at that you can monitor all the key metrics of your business. And then every month, uh, I encourage you, everybody, uh, to sit down and look at your financial statements. When you're doing this, you're able to look at the trends of your business. I always say your, your finances are trying to tell you a story. It's your job as the business owner to read the story. You need mm -hmm. to read the story and figure out what's working and what's not working in your business and, and then use that to make changes. We had a client last year who uh, she, she wanted to take on a new uh, a new service line. But when she took on this new service line, uh, she had to hire several contractors to help her provide this service. The revenue was there. She was actually bringing in tons of clients and it was amazing to see her, her revenue uh, double and triple month over month. But as we were show, sending her that weekly dashboard and the monthly financials, what we saw was that the contractors, when they originally quoted her on the projects, they were actually under quoting and over billing. And then um, they mm. needed to be paid before her clients paid her. Mm. 
Yeah. And every week, you know, and, and she was so busy and she was working so hard and uh, it was devastating to see her cash balances decreasing, her credit cards increasing, um, and, and it really was weighing on her. And you could see this trend um, by looking at these financial metrics. And thank God we were sending them to her every month and every week uh, because she started this in January. And by August, she said, no more. Uh, this was a great idea. I'm so glad I did it, but I need to turn this off because if I keep on going this way, I'm going to end up um, in a lot of debt and possibly bankrupt. And so could you imagine if she had only been looking at revenue? Oh my God. Yeah. She would have been thinking, man, I'm killing it this year yep. and not looking at all the other pieces uh, or, or not seeing all of those other the, the metrics and not looking at the whole story. I mean, she could have been in big trouble um, if she would have continued on with that investment. So uh, that's oh. not to discourage anyone from taking out an investment. I, I, I encourage everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, think about what else you could be doing in your business, but just make sure you have the tools and the tracking in place so that you can monitor the progress of that investment. I'm going to take a quick sponsor break and then I have some more questions for you. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have thousands of titles to choose from, as well as podcasts, Audible originals, guided meditations, and more. One of my favorite audiobooks is Everyone Deserves a Great Manager by Scott Miller. For me, I love being able to listen to it anywhere and across my devices without losing my place. And I think you will too. So visit audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth to explore the variety of audiobooks and programs for yourself. Okay, so talk to me about this dashboard thing. What is it? What's on it? Yeah, so um, I love a weekly dashboard and it doesn't have to be fancy. Uh, I like to do it in my, my planner. Uh, you just, you pick a day of the week. Uh, I like to do it on Fridays. That's kind of my planning day. So pick a day of the week pick a system that works for you. The point is that it needs to work for you. So Excel, Google Docs, pen and paper, it doesn't matter. Uh, but this is the time that you can uh, go, into your, go into your QuickBooks or your an accounting system. And I want you to first pull your cash balances, your credit card balances and availability, line of credit, any, any of those debt facilities that you might have. Uh, and then I want you to look at your accounts receivable. And that's, you know, fancy accounting word for who owes you money. And then <laughs> I want you to collect on it every Friday, right? So that's, that's the time that you, or, or, or your, or your bookkeeper, your accountant, your, your assistant, but that, that's that time that you collect on the, on those funds. And what's really important about looking at that in this dashboard is I want you to think about what you have coming in next week. So yeah, my cash balance might be really low today and that, that might give me a lot of anxiety. But if I look at my, uh, my accounts receivable and I say, oh yes, there is that client who owes me $5,000. That's going to come in next week. They always pay on time. That gives me more confidence in my business. Or, oh shoot, why have I not gotten paid on that invoice? Um, we, why is that client always paying me late? I, I need to correct that behavior. Uh, next on the dashboard is 
Uh, accounts payable, fancy term for who do you owe money to? Uh, and this is really important because you might have a large inventory purchase next week. Uh, you might have uh, a large payroll or commissions. Uh, maybe uh, you redid your website and now you have, you have that bill coming up that's due next week, credit card payments that might be coming up. Uh, so you wanna look at what's coming up so that you can deduct that from the, your cash balance. And the point of this exercise is so that you can very purposely make decisions next week. If, if, I, if I know I have a lot of payments coming up next week, that when I wanna go um, sign up for that trade show or a new course or something that looks shiny uh, to me as an entrepreneur this week, <laughs> right? Um, we, we can pause and say, hold on. My dashboard told me that maybe this week isn't the right week to make this business decision. I need to, I need to hold on until you know, that, that client who owes me that money pays me. Um, and then the last piece is sales. So uh, I know I just told you don't just focus on sales, but, but you also need to focus on your revenue. Um, so look at um, what you did. So the, the previous month, so what was your total revenue last month? What was your goal revenue for this month? And then where are you at month to date? And this is really mm. important. I like this exercise because uh, we've, we've heard from clients that it really helps them I identify, okay, if it's the third week of the month and I haven't met my goal, but more, but I haven't even met what I did last month, that means on this last week of the month, I need, really need to focus all of my energy on revenue generating activities so that I can close my month strong. This is, <clears throat> there's so much that I like about this. I mean, one is that it's, it's um, very structured, which I love. Um, and specific, and it, and it covers those areas and allows someone to really get a, a snapshot of their business in real time. And, you know, so when I teach people about creating um, any sort of business strategy, I like the monthly planning too, because you can fix something in real time. But if you don't monitor it, consistently, you get too far down the road and you don't know why something didn't work. And it feels like the same thing with this. You know, if you got six months down the road and then you decided to look even month to month, you wouldn't know why something was different from one month to the next. You won't remember because there's just too much that's happened in the meantime. Oh yeah. I, I mean, we have some clients who say, Oh, Danielle, I only like to look at my financial state, state statements quarterly when I have to pay my Ugh. quarterly taxes. No, yeah. quarter's gone by. Uh, yeah. you, you can't change any of your behavior. Uh, you, 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 you have to be quick. Uh, so by looking at this weekly and monthly, you're able to make quick decisions and quick changes uh, so that you can uh, save yourself and save your business. Yeah. And that's really what, one of the advantages that small businesses have is that they can make quick changes and, you know, they can pivot quickly. They can, you know, a friend of mine says, um, large companies are trains and small businesses are bicycles. You know, you just stop, turn it and go where, you know, a large a train, you can't do that. There's oh. a whole lot that goes on. 
Yes. Amen. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in big companies, you know, you need approval and yeah. uh, buy-in and approval <laughs> and buy-in and approval. But uh, yeah, take advantage of the fact that, that, um, that you can be nimble as, uh, as a small business owner and, um, and, and be able to provide that, um, that, that guidance and leadership to your team as well. Right. So right. For anybody who, who has team members, uh, you, by being able to show that you can make changes in your business is vital, right? So you are providing the right leadership for your, for your team and showing them that you can be um, the entrepreneur that they want to work for. So um, when, when we talk about um, investing in your business, I have a couple of questions about that. Okay. Um, the first one is, so if someone is thinking uh, about an investment, you know, we talked before about if, if you look at, at, if you use your financial dashboard, you know, that can help you determine whether it, it's something you should do right now. But um, talk to me some about the formula you use to analyze investments. Uh, so there's the the formula for the investment will depend on uh, what type of investment you're making, right? So if you are uh, buying a large piece of equipment and taking on a piece of debt, that formula is going to look different uh, than somebody who is looking to maybe uh, just start uh, buying and selling a new piece of inventory, right? Uh, so. There's no, no one formula that fits all. It just depends on the activity that you're, um, that you're looking to do. Okay. Um, but the one thing that uh, I encourage anyone who is going to make a new investment is, is to say, you know, what is the upfront cost? Uh, what time and time, energy, um, and additional cost are you going to need to invest? Uh, to get that new product, service, machine, investment into place, and then how you know how quickly can you benefit from that, and then will that bring in revenue? Will it bring in efficiencies, which will save you time? Uh, what is what is what is going to be the uh, positive? What what are you going to get in return for making this investment? Uh, and then that will help you determine. You know, so if it's going to save me. Um, you know, 20 hours per week in administrative tasks if I launch this new software and I pay myself at, you know, a going rate of $100 per hour. That might be high for some, some entrepreneurs, but um, how, how quickly will I be able to realize that investment that I made in, yeah. just, my, in just my time and therefore probably your energy as well? Right. Okay, that's really great. And it leads me right into my next question, which is, I would like you to talk about, um, uh, and this is going to sound a little strange, but when is the right time to hire a bookkeeper so you stop doing your own bookkeeping? And, um, and talk to me some about hiring someone like on staff and outsourcing it to a company. Yeah, this is such a great question, and we and we get asked this all the time. So there's 
Um, there's a lot of you know money mindset issues that can come into this. And when I first started in this business five and a half years ago, I would roll my eyes at people who would talk about money mindset, but um, it's a real thing. Yeah. And it really is. <laughs> so you might be somebody who um, was was raised in a family who uh, you know uh, you know your parents wanted to do everything themselves, and and you were trained to think. I need, I, I have pride in doing all of this on my own. Um, or you could be from a family who, you know, your, your family hired people to do clean the house and, and, and um, yard work. And so therefore, now I feel like I want to do everything on my own because I grew up in an environment where uh, everything was done for me. So I, I bring that up because I want you to, encur I want to encourage everyone to set aside um, your, your previous beliefs, um, about what you deserve, uh, and, um, and how you've been trained to behave or how you want to, uh, rebel against previous behavior and really think about how much time and energy do you think, do you use on your accounting and your bookkeeping or being worried about your accounting and your bookkeeping or being frustrated at tax time or not being prepared for tax time or getting halfway through the year and thinking, oh my gosh, Diana and Danielle are talking about profit and I have no idea, I have no idea if I'm profitable or not. Um, how, so how much time and energy and headspace is that occupying for you? And if, it, if the answer is anything over, you know, 1%, it's time, <laughs> uh, right? Um, you know, we have clients who have hired us from day one. They started a business, they got an LLC, and then they hired us. And, and those entrepreneurs uh, have, uh, it's, it's fun to watch them because they have a ton of data in their business. They can see where they've gone from day one. So we can say, wow, look, year over year, you've been able to double. Look at your spending trends. Um, you know, look at all this data that you have. Uh, so that's so that's really fun, and they have the they have from day one this um, empowerment that they know it's being taken care of, and they're just one hundred percent focused on on growing and operating their business. Uh, and that's not to say if you've been in business for five ten years and and you've been mustering through this on your own, that's not to say that that's wrong. Uh, but as soon as you feel like this is I I, I could be doing something one that I enjoy, uh, or two, growing my business, anything else, then uh, there's, there's great people out there uh, to help you uh, get the accounting and bookkeeping off of your plate. And if it's, and if so, and if it's something that's taking you a lot of time, like I keep thinking, as you're talking about this, I keep thinking about people I know who, um, it, it, they don't do it because <clears throat> it takes, so much time and headspace and it's not something that they really enjoy doing but they won't get someone else to do it yeah i think that a lot of people are scared and i get it or or shameful you know we have people who come to us all the time and say all right don't judge me i i go to dunkin donuts a lot okay or <laughs> i like i like to i like to go to my local coffee shop every single morning for to meet clients whatever it might be or I'm so unorganized or I'm, I'm scared you're gonna tell me I'm not making money. Um, 
we had a client who she became a client about a year ago and she said, Hey, Danielle, I need you to tell me, you know, how do I operate my business at a loss? You know, what do I, what do I need to take into consideration as I close out this year? And so we did what we call a catch up where we, we start in January and we process all her transactions and QuickBooks and, and then we, we, we get her all caught up and then we, we sent her her financials and I said, hey, uh, good news and bad news, uh, you're not operating at a loss. You actually profited about $40,000 this year. Oh my God. Yes. And bad news is that now it's November. Yeah. And- <laughs> You know, we need to get prepared for tax time. Uh, so, um, wow. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a it's a really impact it's an impactful story. So, um, so don't wait because you can you can be making you can make be making the right changes in your business. Uh, you can be running the right analysis. Um, you just have to find somebody you feel safe with. And so, one of the things that we can really concentrate on is just creating a safe space so that nobody feels embarrassed and we just say I don't care how many times you go to Dunkin Donuts I like them too you know um we'll yeah we'll 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 um uh, open you with open arms and and no judgment yeah and that might be a little bit so um you know we, you talked at the beginning about um bringing somebody on full-time uh, or in-house versus yeah. um outsourcing you know uh it's everyone's preference um we have we, uh, we've taken on clients who they had somebody in-house for years and years and we'll take over and um, you know they're saving they're saving money and they're saving energy because they they don't have to hold this a person accountable right they before right. when they were a full-time employee they had to say hey hey Jan did you did you get this done or hey you know where's this report I have to oh you're on vacation well okay then Either that's not going to get done or we have to find somebody else to do it. They're spending a lot of time and energy managing that person rather than having somebody to hold them accountable, right? So we'll come in and we'll put in all these efficiencies. And so we had this client say, oh my God, I haven't paid that woman for years. And I have no idea what she was sitting here doing all those hours. And um, I had to hold her accountable thank you so much. You know, now you guys are putting this in front of my face saying, Hey, no, I'm, I need to be accountable to my finances. I need to be accountable to my business. And so it's a, it's a different way of thinking. Um, you don't, you don't have, you should never have to manage your outsourced bookkeeper. Um, it doesn't matter if they're going on vacation. Um, they'll, they'll, (laughs) right. We, We have a whole team of bookkeepers. So when one of us goes on vacation, we have coverage. So, uh, it's, it's just, it's different. Um, I, and, but, you know, like we were talking about earlier, uh, for the business owner that we were talking about who wanted a, an office and a receptionist, okay. they thought they give them prestige. Uh, some people think that they need somebody in-house, um, but uh, I encourage everyone to think outside the box. Well, and I think if they do <clears throat> what you were talking about earlier, which is, um, is it supporting your business? Mm-hmm. Then it becomes an unemotional decision it, it's it can be you know more fact-based exactly. how is this ex- right if, if i this is a function that has to happen what is the benefit of having an internal and and how is it positively impacting 
where I'm taking my business? And if you can't answer that question, then there you go. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, your internal person might be afraid to push back on you uh, as a business owner. So, so let's yeah. say, you know, you're, you're losing money. They're thinking, oh, shoot, you know, my boss is losing money. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm afraid to question, you know, where he or she is spending money. You know, do I have an open, honest conversation with them? Right. Whereas when, when you're sitting outside the company, you can, you can do that with that, that emotional piece or that, and that fear where, you know, we go to our clients and we say, Hey, look, you told us this was your goal for the year and we're here to hold, hold you accountable. Um, you know, we'll question you that you're, you know, you're spending a lot of money there or, um, or helping you identify that you are, are losing money. Uh, so it, it, it helps bring a little bit of a dynamic that sometimes I think people forget about. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great point. It, it really, and I think it removes <clears throat> a certain level of vulnerability because um, you can have someone who is um, not really working at, you know, as you said in your example, you know, not really working as much as you're paying them for or is, is um, not working in, in what's the best interest of your business. Exactly. And, and, and I would imagine that people, when they hire a bookkeeper, don't have the same sort of conversation with them that they have with a, a firm, you know, like yours, because the firm comes at you and says, okay, what are your goals? What are your plans? Let's take a look at what you're doing. An employee's not going to do that. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and there's always a, a qualification too, you know, um, for, for, for a business owner, uh, it, it's more expensive to hire uh, somebody internal who, you know, has a CPA um, or, or has a degree. Um, whereas when you work with a, a firm, you might be able to get uh, more qualified talent uh, to, to help you with those, those right. tests. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it, it is a critically important um, decision yeah. that, you know, all small business owners need yeah. to be looking Now, at. the number one thing that I encourage everyone to look for, though, uh, whether it's somebody internal or external, you have to take the time to evaluate personality. Find someone who you can have a conversation with. Uh, that you like their culture, you like their values, you like who they are. Um, I, I can't tell you how often I've, I've heard from clients who come to us and say, yeah, I've been working with this, this, this gal or this guy for the last several years. And honestly, I, I dread calling them uh, when they email me, I want to run. Uh, and I, I, I don't want to feel that way. You know, you should you should say, oh, great, this is the person that I can rely on when I need help making a business decision. I'm so happy I have this support person with me. Uh, I can't wait to call them and get their input. Yeah. <laughs> right? I think that's really important. Yeah. Really important. Yeah. Because it's a partnership, really. Right? Yeah. 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 It's not just, a, not just hiring uh, to get a function done. You're, you're really hiring to help you grow your business. Yeah. Interesting. 
So Danielle, I've really enjoyed this conversation and, and um, bells were going off in my head uh, <laughs> as you were talking. So I know they were going off in the listeners' heads. Uh, so will you share with the listeners you know, how they can find you? Um, I understand you have a couple of um, things you want to make sure that the listeners are aware of. Yes, absolutely. And um, I, I hope that this didn't uh, make anyone uh, go, go spinning. Um, you know, uh, accounting doesn't have to be so scary. And so hopefully uh, we were able to make uh, this conversation, um, you know, not so daunting. Uh, so yeah. I, I, hope, I hope everyone uh, can feel that. So um, I, would, I would love to connect with, with your audience. Uh, we do have uh, a financial goal setting worksheet that we offer on our, on our site uh, at profitplannerbookkeeping.com. I encourage all of you to, to download this. It's, it's a great, it's our, it's our signature framework that we use uh, to, to help set, set goals. So uh, download that, use that. It doesn't matter where we are in the year or what goals you've set previously, uh, use that to help, help guide you. Uh, I, I know we talked a lot about um, bookkeeping today and for anybody who this really resonated with and you're saying, yes, amen, I want this off my plate. It is occupying all my headspace. This sounds like a dream world. I would love for you uh, to book a strategy session with me. Uh, my, uh, you can do that on the website uh, or you can go to calmly.com slash kickstart accounting. Uh, we are offering to uh, all of Diane's listeners, if you just mention the podcast on, on the strategy call, uh, we are off offering to all the listeners the, your first three months of bookkeeping uh, at $150 per month. And we'll disclose to you before uh, you sign anything what the pricing will be after those three months. Uh, but we encourage um, all of our clients, uh, for, for anybody who is an entrepreneur, uh, I, I know that um, hiring somebody outsource can sound very expensive and you're not sure of the pricing and i want to uh, shatter the accounting world and i want to bring the cfo level experience that i have to the entrepreneurs um, just like you so uh, again uh, you can check us out at profitplannerbookkeeping.com and we're on all the social media tags so if you want to hang out there we can also hang out there cool and and they can schedule a strategy session from there or or where what was the link that you Yes, you, sure. can, you can find it on the website or it's calendly.com slash start accounting. Okay, awesome. I missed the first part of it. Okay, terrific. Well, Danielle, thank you so much, as I said, for, for spending um, this time with me and our listeners. Yes. And, uh, you know, listeners, thank you. You're her, who we are doing this for. I'd also like to thank our sponsor, audible.com. Uh, go to audibletrial.com slash business growth to sign up for a free trial where you can explore all of the uh, audio programs that they have, including audiobooks, but also Audible Originals, Guided Meditations. I mean, you name it. If you can listen to it, I think you're going to be able to find it there. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Me, 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 but also you. 
The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus. The bulbous walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus. The bulbous walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.